0: Well, hello everyone, welcome to today's program. Today is all about the illegal migration crisis, Priti Patel, her role, and potential sacking that she might receive very, very soon, and Emmanuel Macron's presidency. It's all interlinked. And the situation is that the way things are going, a potential reshuffle, which was supposed to happen today, unless they're going to start a late evening sort of reshuffle, just End everyone's careers. <laughs> Not really sure what Downing Street are actually doing right now. Uh, although the latest we heard was that like Carrie Simmons or Carrie Johnson. Um, it's rumours, but apparently she said that she wants Liz Truss to go. The best cabinet minister we have, Carrie, doesn't like her apparently. Uh, but let's focus on Pretty Patel today because uh, the migration crisis, illegal migra- migration crisis, continues. And Of course, she has to be held accountable. It's her job. We understand it. I criticize her every single day. Regardless of the fact that, of course, there are other um, elements uh, and factors involved, including President Macron, it should be the Home Secretary, and then the Prime Minister, who are responsible for our borders. Now, not many people in the media are actually analysing this the way I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I did mention this a couple of days ago, about the situation with the between the French government and UK government, uh, principal Minister came yesterday to say that we haven't given the French the money we promised them. Uh, we could just reject that move and completely cancel it if they don't stop the illegal migration uh, crisis. Now, of course, the French it's not in their interest, and I'm going to say why. They've also come out to do something else. The Home Office have said they've secured legal advice from the border force vessels. Uh, to start redirecting the boats away from british uh, the britain towards france now this is a different topic because a lot of people don't really know that when it comes to the waters in terms of the legality of it uh, in in regards to migration it actually starts just after calais so we have to completely send them back towards uh, their border um but a lot of people say that well we're not even allowed to move them away from dover for example no you can you can do whatever you want it's the whole thing is still british waters the english channel in this area both sides have a mutual agreement but the french are not too happy we know exactly why they're not so happy they've already rejected the idea of being blackmailed they say, no we need we want our money you promise us money you have to give us the money they've also said that you can't really turn the boats around i thought the whole agreement was for the french authorities to help us to stop the migrants from coming from france course that's not really true is it it's election time in France Emmanuel Macron is running on a pseudo-nationalist platform the guy is suddenly a Brexiteer he's pro obviously like um, controlling migration he's pro sovereignty for France democracy for France and authoritarianism for France (laughs) and but they've come out to say that well we're not going to take them back they're your problem now because they know that a lot of French citizens and voters are already fed up with uh, uh, the big wave of migrants f- uh, from mainland Europe going to France. Uh, they also know that a lot of them are using France as a route to go towards the UK anyway, so they just say, Let's go, just leave France. Elections coming, we need Macron to win. It's all about the establishment, it's all in their interest. Now, they have said that they're not going to be blackmailed over Priti Patel's plan for migrant boats uh, to be returned. The issue is also there's some sort of fly here. Apologies for this <laughs> distraction. Uh, the main problem problem is it's not just Macron. When you have uh, Marine Le Pen running as an as the main opposition leader, and you have other candidates, which I'm going to talk about, because this is actually the funny part. Michel Barnier is standing, in case you forgot. Michel Barnier, the guy who negotiated Brexit on behalf of the European Union, the guy who criticised Brexiteers. Because they wanted sovereignty and democracy and controlling their borders. He's now made this massive speech at his own Republican conference in France, saying that France must retain its legal sovereignty and democracy and borders. You know, And also it said that we have to try to step away from the ECJ and the European Court of Human Rights, the two main bodies. That uh, the same uh, Michel Barnier was trying to defend it during the Brexit negotiations, he was trying to impose them onto us. Now he's saying that. Well, not only that, France needs sovereignty, but we need a referendum on migration in September. So, what? <laughs> so next next September, uh, we're gonna have a situation where uh, Michel Barnier would like to have a referendum. The guy who's against referendums, same guy. doesn't trust the will of the people he now says if i'm president i will give you your immigration referendum that's actually a very um, controversial referendum not really sure even some conservatives would be in favor of that because we're not really sure how that's going to end but (laughs) considering majority of people actually want to take control of their borders if the referendum result is pro control and if the french government or the uk government or any government fail then it will be chaos it's just like with brexit they almost failed to deliver brexit even this version of brexit is not really that brexit but it doesn't really matter um, imagine if they had completely failed this is the big risky move that this guy is making and he knows because macron's pseudo-nationalist platform the guy is suddenly supposed to be um pro-democracy for france and essentially nationalism but in a very centrist way not really sure how that works because he is still supposed to be a globalist he still wants to have mass migration he still wants to have uh France to be linked to international institutions and all this globalization the projects but for some reason election times all the French candidates become right wing uh, so that's the main reason that pretty Patel is failing and that's the reason Macron is going to be the reason that pretty is going to be sacked potentially We've created an environment where we are now giving an opportunity and a platform for people like Sadiq Khan to take advantage of this culture war, of our border crisis situation, to launch an idiotic, absolutely idiotic, public st- publicity stunt campaign in London. Piccadilly Circus. This massive poster uh, on the screen of uh, Piccadilly Circus, the uh, hashtag London's Open. He's been doing that for a few years since Brexit. London welcomes refugees what okay of course donations came in from Hackney Hampstead and all the usual places Camden you know what's going to happen this is going to create more division you are causing more trouble Sadiq Khan as mayor of London your responsibility is to unite the nation well unite the capital and of course the prime minister is supposed to be uniting the nation both of you are failing and ironically both from different parties but both leaders are actually failing at this the next issue that we have is that, how do you, how would you expect people to translate this? When you say London welcomes refugees, would you expect anyone to say, well, I'm against all refugees? No, a normal person, a sensible person would say, well, when it comes to economic migrants, we want control, we want to have limited numbers, we want to know who's coming, and control the numbers, that, that's it. When it comes to refugees, again control the numbers because we don't have the capacity to take everybody in and we have to make sure they're genuine refugees common sense every country should do the same thing I and mean, depending on size like saudi could take millions they have a lot of space and they have a lot of uh, resources to even build more uh, they don't have an issue with Greenbelt, for example in saudi arabia so you could do whatever they want russia could do the same but when you say London welcomes refugees, you're causing trouble. There's going to be a lot of Londoners, a lot of these young hippies who are supposed to be very progressive and woke and say that, well, if you criticise this poster, then you're basically racist and xenophobic because we have to bring every refugee to London. Why? On what basis? And, and what's, what's the point of it? Let's just say we just open the doors to all the refugees from Libya Syria Iran Iraq Afghanistan Pakistan everywhere what's gonna happen then do you think they're gonna be happy here you know imagine having the big chunk of various various tribes and cultures who hate each other come to London uh, firstly public services they're not going to address them not gonna be enough schools uh, uh, school spaces hospital spaces it, it, just generally speaking public sector down in terms of the situation with the culture wars that they will create amongst themselves, not even against the white Anglo-Saxon British people, just generally speaking, amongst themselves, you're gonna start a civil war in London on a cultural level. You're gonna be responsible for it if you don't really understand that this rhetoric is dangerous. It's dangerous. If you want people, ordinary conservative-minded people, to be supportive of the refugee project, then bring it down calm down, be on our side, that we have to vet people, we have to limit the numbers. Right now, we have a situation where we have to go negative because there's so many illegal migrants here. We have to get rid of them first, and that's just a legal way. It's just about rule of law. This country, you have to respect the rule of law. Um, Get rid of the illegal migrants and then decide what we're going to do with uh, being welcoming and generous to other nations. Now, it's not just that it can't. Crystal Dick, as the head of Met, is also having a great time her failures every single time she's failed that's something she doesn't get punished all the other people who have a job as employees whether as an ordinary worker or a manager or a supervisor if you mess up you lose your job for some reason rest of the dick she just gets rewarded every single time now her contract is going to be extended now prissy is arranging this extension city khan is supportive of it of course he's supportive of it and they're going to be, of course, they're, it's not finalized yet. But the way things are going, unless Crystal Dick herself turns it down, we're going to have to be stuck with her again. Now, we, we we can say, and I do have some friends in the Met who do like her. They It's some sort of tribal thing that, oh, well, we like her as a manager. Oh, we get along. She's nice. I don't think she's supposed to be just your manager. She's also the face of the Met for us, the voters and well, the taxpayers. We fund her salary and your salary and also we just want you to do the job protecting us rather than having your rainbow unicorns with marshmallows in the middle of London Chris O'Dick should really respond to the criticism that she's received actually respond to it don't go to the select committees in in the house of Commons and just come up with political lines that oh well it wasn't my fault we need actual questions to be answered and then we'll decide if we, as the bosses, we are the bosses of Crested Dick, somehow we need to make sure we have a voice, so that the politicians who do make these decisions on our behalf know whether we want her to stay or not. If the public actually want Crested Dick to stay, I'll surrender. I say fine. It's just my voice. I'm on my own. Minority. I get it. Accept it with other people. But if not, just like what's going on with all the other decisions, policies with the government, the majority don't want it but they still impose it onto us. This is authoritarianism. It's dangerous. And right now, it's still okay because it's being imposed onto us by a conservative party. That's in government. Despite all the flaws, and I'm not even supportive of this cabinet right now anyway, overall. But imagine the next cabinet, the next government, if it's going to be even more authoritarian. Now, these people are creating a bad precedent in Downing Street for the next government whether it's going to be labor whether it's going to be a labor smp coalition whether it's going to be some sort of green Lib dem labor coalition or an even more authoritarian tory government this is not really looking good but we are here to make sure that uh, you guys are uh, well know exactly what's going on around our country um, but also the, the analyzing these situations would help because of course you guys always give me feedback as well um and together we're supposed to be the alternative media movement and because it's what we do is not just media what we do is now I've always been uh, very open about my biases I am very objective I criticize both sides both political parties all sides of the media but I am essentially an opinion uh, well opinionated commentator activist sort of person so um, I'm not gonna lie about my own biases these are my views and if you're supported then let's together fight against establishment that's what it is now i'm going to go get ready in about two hours i'm going to meet with some of you guys some of the members and subscribers of uh, this channel in london we have our first uh, members only free event for you guys there in central london uh, if you haven't received the details of the venue just send me a quick email at contact at uk. you should have received the details anyway uh, and then for the rest of you guys we're going to go to Manchester and then Birmingham in the coming weeks. I'm going to send you the details very, very soon. Thanks again for watching, guys. I'm Maya2C and I'll see you guys in the next video.